0: Well, it's another day, another day, and it's a Wednesday, so what does that mean for you? Well, it means you're right back here with me in your little torture chair, continuing to watch and learn with me on why we should really, really, get off this fucking planet. Uh, So obviously, since today is a Wednesday, uh, if you do not know, that means that a new episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi came out. Uh, Of course, right before I hit that record button and got everything up on my computer screen, I went ahead and I sat down and I watched it. Now, of course, I'm going to give a spoiler warning right now. I'm going to spoil the episode, and for most of you, you're not going to care, because you're never going to watch the thing anyway, and I wouldn't blame you. As for the most part, the three episodes before this have really sucked. Okay, so I'm just going to catch up to speed of where we were on Monday, okay? Alright, so we get to the end of episode three. The Vader and Obi-Wan fight happens, that was really lame. Vader tries to do the same thing, like get wrenched so he tries to burn Obi-Wan to death, Obi-Wan gets saved, he's on this rebel planet basically, and he's getting saved while Leia is captured, who's 10 years old by the way, and being asked questions about the rebels, even though she basically knows little to nothing about them at this point in time. And she's on this, it's super weird. They're on like this water planet, but it's not Camino, And they just have this giant, just base that goes even under the ocean. It's kind of cool, but you don't really get to see too much of it. And even from the map that we get to see of it, it's kind of weird, all zigzagging, like no one had any sort of design. But episode four is where we're at. Is it good? Eh. Is it bad? Not as bad as the first or uh, third episode. It's it's not horrible. It's just, it's like a six. It's, it's a little bit above average, you know? It, it's not bad. You know, the writing isn't as terrible. The Last Jedi elements of being a cranky, you know, there's a little bit of that cranky, but it makes sense. But, so, essentially, Obi-Wan's getting healed, but he doesn't let himself fully heal up because, you know, time and he cares i guess now about leia more than ever for whatever reason i don't what's really he's changed now he's a changed man you know spent some time you know trying to save the 10 year old from uh, the empire and now you you really care about it uh more than you you know you didn't uh, a few like an episode or two ago anyway they go on this planet and they essentially Try to convince this uh, leader of the resistance, or the rebels, I should say, that are called the Path. By the way, they're trying to find out about the Path and what they're doing. So, uh, but they—it's so—it's so funny because he's like, you know, he—he, because he, he, Kenobi's asking him for help, and he's like, "Nah, I'm not gonna give it to you, man." Because and he's and Kenobi's like. You don't know what the Empire is capable of. Like, he's literally running an underground operation trying to, you know, get rid of the Empire and all this. And I'm like, of course he knows what the Empire is capable of. And then he starts, like, this short story. Like, you know, I had a wife once. And I knew what she was before and implying that she was a Jedi. It's not revealed who, but... And he's like, and the and the Inquisitor got her. And then, like, right after, he's like, you know what? You've got my help. It's like, what what changed your mind? What, what uh-huh? You had it's like 5 seconds. He's he told a story for like 10 seconds and then was like, "You've got my help." What? Huh? You just said no. What do you mean? You've flip-flopped and now you're like, "Yeah, I'm I'm willing to help, you know. Let, let's get her back." Uh, I I don't Uh but whatever. Whatever. And of course, they're thinking, "Okay, so then they pull up what the place looks like from what they have, and they're trying to figure out their plan to get in. Keeping all of that in mind, the lady who got him to this planet is a basically like an ex like Imperial officer who still has like clearances, like pretty good clearance for stuff. And that's the last thing to think of because she just stays quiet, standing there as they as they tr- talk stuff out, and then she just out of nowhere goes. I mean, I could just you know. We could just fly in with, you know, a, a, an Imperial ship and, and just land, and I, you know, I've got clearance, and I'd be like, and you didn't say something before we were gonna do, like, before any of this other dumbass shit that we thought of? It, it's so brain it's fresh it's either like, they're going for the most cliche things of holding out the best idea for last, or we're just ignorantly just riding ourselves into a corner, and then we go, oh, wait! She has that. Oh my god, write it, write it, write it. I I I would love to be in the writers room just sitting there like as like a ghost just hovering and just go, "Why did you put that?" So, yeah, pretty much it is a mess. It is a mess. I I don't know how we keep effing this up. Uh but it okay. It, it's crazy to me how just ignorantly stupid this thing the 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 parts of this episode were but it gets better it gets better okay now we've got the third sister who's meant to be the villain but she's really really bad at it it's really not great her her villain skills need a little bit of work and it's she's trying to get leia to admit things about the path but when she genuinely says she doesn't know anything, she probably doesn't fucking know anything because she's literally a ten-year-old child who was the like daughter, or the adopted daughter, of a senator for the Imper- for the Empire Senate. He basically knows nothing. It is so frustrating. My God, it so you pretty much have, like people that are utterly just... It it makes no sense. Because you're sitting there, and you're just thinking to yourself, okay, like, what is is she expecting to get out of this? You know? Uh, like, where where does she think she's... What information do you think this 10-year-old has? Uh, that's, like, going to just lead you to, uh... To the child. I, I don't know what she's thinking she's going to find. I don't know what she wants to find out. Because a 10-year-old like her is not going to know much of anything. It's not like they were sitting in that like little bunker in the third episode and talking for like hours and hours about the path and everything. So she probably doesn't know much. But yeah. I mean, it is crazy. But of course, when they're not getting the answers they want. Uh, then she decides, fuck it, we'll just take her to a torture chamber. And I was like, as she, they were literally screaming, and she's literally like screaming as they somehow on this torture machine just have the right size, I guess, for also childs, children, I should say, but it, it was impressive. I didn't get to see how the machine worked because, you know, distractions and whatnot, but it, it was... I. I was like, man, I was sitting there, I was watching, I'm like, oh my god, it's the people who listen to me because, man, like, help, help. And I'm like, man, too relatable. And that was probably the best part of the episode, was because I, I got a laugh while thinking about doing this show, like, right afterwards. Uh, because I, me and, me and you, the audience member, we could both relate because I'm there, like, help. Help, save me from this bad writing. Help, help, help. And and you're over there, like, screaming in that chair as well with me, going, help, help, this madman. He keeps telling me all this bad news. He never tells me much great news. The last great news he told me was about the rectal cancer stuff yesterday. And even then, that's only for rectal cancer. It's not for any other types of cancer. See, like, we're, we're both in this together. And of course, you know a distraction gets caused, you know, which really almost backfired. Luckily for you know her, she, they, they literally got caught by like one of the droids in the hallway. Which I, I've got to admit, when he's traveling through the base, this this fucking show has like video game stealth level of stealth. Like they've got like he's in a hallway. He closes the door to prevent the secret drone from getting to him. And then, he full-on, like, stops the, uh, he then is, like, standing there. And all of a sudden, stormtroopers basically enter the hallway. And as they're entering the hallway, he jumps up onto this, like, side area and tries to hide behind the pillar. i like, they could clearly have seen you! How are they this fucking blind? I-, I know it's hard to see all those helmets. I've seen what the inside of them looks like. But you cannot tell me you're that blind that you couldn't see a man in like clothes that do not in any way blend in, blend in to uh, to the wall. It just doesn't work that way. So I I don't I don't know. But yeah, they then you know they're trying to get out and escape. You know they're fighting their way through and whatnot. You know getting things done shooting, action scenes look fine, no, no problems there, everything looks, everything sounds and looks great, except, okay, we're getting all the way out, they're back on the landing pad where uh, the one lady came in, you know, and then they get surrounded completely, and you're like, oh no, what's gonna happen? All of a sudden, cliche Star Wars trick, here comes two snowspeeders from the path, I'm going to call them Snowspeeders because when I say Snowspeeders, most of you who have watched Star Wars know what I'm talking about. The Snowspeeders come in and they straight up kill like hundreds of them. You know, the the bay's getting all cleared out. They're running towards the ship. One of them lands uh, out of the two, picks them up, and then, you know, they're getting away. And, of course, the one guy dies. Okay, I I, I told you there was going to be spoilers for the episode. I'm basically just giving you the entire rundown here with my own thoughts and opinions. But okay, they've escaped, third sister fails again. Then we get a scene with Lord Vader. Okay, this should be good. He then, you know, four strokes her, looks really cool, And, and then he says one of he says a line. And the delivery is a bit poor. Like, y- y- you hear, like, some of the older, and it sounds so non-threatening, because you can tell that James Earl Jones is really getting up there in age, and he just cannot keep doing it anymore. And so the voice just is not there. Like, it sounds good, but it's not the best it could have been, is what I will say. So I, I I mean, it is, it, it was it was kind of disappointing. But then she's like, well, you know, I put a tracker on their sh- On, you know, with them. And so, I'm like, sitting there, and I'm thinking, What could she have possibly put a tracker on? We were watching the whole damn time. And of course, they get back on the rebel-looking ship, basically. And, of course... They have the- tra- She put the tracker- ...on the droid that Leia carries around. And that's how the episode ends. And that's it. That's the whole episode. I just described the whole episode that I was watching for like... ...40-ish minutes and 13 minutes. And gave you basically how I feel about the episode. It's it's like I said, it's okay. Is it is it at least engaging to where you at least don't want to stop like halfway through? Hmm... No, it doesn't make you want to, you know, completely, you know, stop. It's like, okay, you know, I've I've watched some of the other episodes. I would say, honestly, the main episode I think would legitimately make people stop watching is episode one. It is terrible. Seriously, if you do, for whatever reason, actually have a Disney Plus subscription, I would literally tell you to watch the first episode just to see how bad the show is for in terms of writing, The Grand Inquisitor... It, it it's it's pretty bad, but it, I mean that's all I'm really gonna say about it. So, yeah, I I really thought you know I I'd torture myself and hopefully you guys would enjoy you know hearing about it more and just listening to me just be in pain over Star Wars being slowly but surely suffocated to a very painful death. Uh, so but now we'll get into our normal news for the day alright well so this actually came out as I was recording a little bit earlier so we'll go ahead so obviously there's a bit of you know a leak that has happened you know a few few what a month or so ago now and well we now see the issue of what happens when decisions like this leak. Um, So, in the middle of the night, early this morning, uh, me, uh, so, obviously, uh, a California man tried to basically go and kill Justice Brett Kavanaugh uh, because of the leaked decision. And I'm sure that we all know why that's a bit of a, an issue not only from a killing standpoint but for one it could be any of the justices but killing them shouldn't be immediately first thought you just disagree put forward a case this sh- should not be your first response seriously some uh, anonymous sources familiar with the investigation told the Washington Compost that a man in his mid-20s was carrying at least one weapon as well as burglary tools. Uh someone tipped off the police, that he could pose a threat. Uh he did not enter the property. Uh the reported that initial evidence suggests the man was angry over recent mass shootings and reacted to the leaked opinion. Uh so this is why the court yeah, the court needs to release the decision, so we can't keep keep this up so i i i don't know why they thought that why someone thought that leaking this would have been a good idea cuz it really hasn't worked out so far it really hasn't it seems it seems that we're really not moving anywhere we're in the same spot no one has gone anywhere we're just nowhere None. You know, apparently the economy isn't doing so great, but that's not what I've been told by, 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 by our great, fantastic old press secretary, but economic uh, advisor to uh, to the culture, Cardi B, who, by the way, interviewed Joe Biden back in before the election. I would have, you know, when he was in his basement, still is, but. So, she she tweeted out on Sunday. I was going to cover this yesterday, but obviously, you know. Uh, when y'all think they're going to announce that we are going into a recession? What? What? I can't believe... Why would she tweet such things? That's not... <laughs> uh. So... Uh yeah, I I mean Yeah, so a quick point is a typical definition of a recession. Means two consecutive quarters of negative economic growth. Uh so most responded to Cardi B's assessment with their own hot takes. So I I mean it, it's kind of crazy that even, you know, we and this is not meant to be an endorsement or anything of her, anything like that. It's meant to just say, even people like her are beginning to notice, hey, things aren't as good as they used to be. You know, the economy used to be better. And I think because, you know, rich people are trying to figure out, well, where the fuck am I supposed to put any of my money? You know, what, what if I'm a, you know, I can't invest anything because if I do, it's not inflation. So even they're having a little bit of a struggle, of course, a little bit, a little bit of a struggle, but we keep on moving. So, of course, continuing on with the fantastic Biden administration, they're doing great. They're doing great things, I swear, they're doing fantastically. So there's been a lot of exodus of staff from the White House, uh, because he's frustrated, because Biden's just frustrated, the people just aren't understanding. So, of course, uh, the White House Rapid Response Director, uh, Mike Gwen and the White House Press Assistant are both leaving to serve in public affairs at the U.S. Treasury. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it's crazy, of course, you know, Jen left. You know, everybody, everybody's leaving. Tons of uh, black and uh, many of the others. It's been even. It's been talked about by many of the White House people that just everybody's leaving. You know, no one, no room for growth. I think we've even talked about it here on the show uh, a few weeks ago. There has been. It, it's crazy. You know, a lot of people are just leaving. They. It's not going well. This is going horribly for the Biden administration, then I don't see it changing anytime soon. I really don't. I don't see it changing anytime soon from what currently is happening. And we could even see more exodus, just more and more and more exodus from the White House to the point where no one wants to get, no one wants to work at the White House because it's just horrible and nobody wants to message it when it's just a flat out lie that even people on the left can't defend the economy is not great it's not but let's let's laugh a little so a, a, a <laughs> I'm sorry this 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 shit's so dumb so a professor at the University of Stanford uh Michelle uh, Dauber. So, she's one of the many who are a bit angry that Johnny Depp won. And obviously, there have been a lot of fans who now want Johnny Depp back in Pirates of the Caribbean. uh, Instead of, you know, it it getting any worse than what it sometimes was. So, So, a sociologist, she wrote on Sunday... Captain Jack of the Pirates of the Caribbean whitewashed erases slaves and slavery from the 18th century Caribbean, whereas practice was probably the most cruel in the world. Pirates are often far from the freedom fighters in the film, portrayed, but were slaveholders themselves. Uh, Dower had it if you needed another reason to hate Johnny Depp. The Pirates franchise is deeply racially problematic, even the fictional character character Derp's fans love and think is a real depiction of Derp himself is almost certainly a racist sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Does she think that Pirates of the Caribbean is like a documentary or something? It's a fictional story about about pirates. It's not they're fictional pirates. They're not real. They're not based off of pirates. They are just pirates. That's all they are. They are they're The pirates. It's not real. It's made up. There's literally Davy Jones. Does she think that the Kraken, and that like Davy Jones are real, and like all of that's like real and historically accurate? (laughs) I don't. I don't understand. You know, she's trying to cancel pirates out here, while I'm just sitting here thinking, does this? Does she think they're real? Is she being serious? Oh, she is? Then I think I'll laugh even harder. I I don't... I don't get how you could be so wrong. First off, everybody figures that, yes, pirates aren't the, you know, freedom fightery people that are shown in the movie. I didn't think people would think that way. But man, oh man, you know, who knew... That pirates weren't exactly like they were in the movie. It's crazy to me that's crazy that is really crazy of her and I don't know how to feel about it i I really really do not uh i, I really really do not understand does she think that every movie like with any sort of historical context or like any sort of like history you know, of, like, them being pirates at this time, it needs to be, like, a documentary, because that would really make Hollywood really boring. I mean, man, don't don't let her watch, like, any of the newer Fast and Furious movies. She'd be furious. I mean, seriously, some of that shit's wild. Don't, don't let her watch any of that. Fuck, she'll be canceling Fast and Furious, and I know you... <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure Fast and Furious fans want the Fast and Furious franchise to just end at this point. But no, it's, I mean, listen, is Pirates of the Caribbean really that great? No. But is it fun? Yeah. It created a really good ride at Disney. I mean, that's that's always good. But I mean, it's fun. I mean, the movies are not the worst. Like, I, I would consider myself a Pirates of the Caribbean fan. You know, pretty good, pretty solid, fun movies to just watch. If you don't really care too much, it's just kind of like, oh, okay. How? If you just don't really think about it too hard, the movie becomes significantly better. But I don't... Man, we're really, really trying to cancel Pirates. Speaking of getting canceled... Uh, San Francisco voters uh, completely uh, recalled uh, Chessa Bowden from office, uh, ending his disastrous tenure. Uh, 60% of voters supported the recall... And since he took office in 2020, burglaries have risen in the city of San Francisco 45% in homicides 37%. Of course, he was one of the backed George Soros uh, DAs, of course. And he was removed. And I would say, I would look for the other one and the LA County one or the LA one that keeps getting in the hot water all the time, is going to probably get removed sometime soon as well. He isn't doing great either. It's crazy. I mean, you know, even even California. Southern California, you know, there's still crazy people, but my goodness, even they want maybe their cities to be a little bit safer. Well, speaking of people who are unsafe, I mean, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, the biggest scam artist in the NFL who has a movie where he literally calls the NFL draft a slave auctions, himself wants to be put back in chains, I guess. uh, His words, not mine, because he wants to be back on football. Well, luckily, luckily, the Las Vegas Raiders actually want him. We'll, We'll go ahead and roll this clip. I don't know why they would. Maybe they just really like bench warmers.
1: I've known Colin... You know, since our days, you know, playing in the the WAC conference, which is no longer a thing, uh, my gray hairs may start to, you know, make a point for that. But uh, you know, I, I remember our days back then, and uh, you know, just watching him and what he did in college, and getting to know him and talking to him on the phone, um, and things like that. Yeah, I told you guys, I've loved my time with him. I think he's, a, you know, great guy. He's been great to be around. Um, I've enjoyed being around him, talking with him, uh, competing against him, um, and so. Like they, Josh told me they were doing it and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I, I literally said the same thing I'm telling you. I was like, I've enjoyed my time around him. I love him. I got him and I would get along great. You know, my brother knew him a little bit from San Francisco. He's like, I love Colin. He's been, you know, he's awesome. Um, and so I think Colin would just have to answer more questions than all of us would have to, you know, you know, wh- you know why hasn't it happened? Why this, why that? But for me, it would have been just fine. I, I enjoyed my time with him. For us, I think he'd be great. I think, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to speak for everybody. In that kind of sense, like I don't want someone mad at me for saying, like I think it'd be great. Um, But I know him and I would get along great. Uh, I know we have in the past, and I think we would again. And um, I, I I think, for the most part, I think he'd get along just fine with our guys. And so I didn't see. No, uh, I think they did it in the afternoon, and I was already, I was already on the golf course with my two older boys.
0: (laughs) So what? What 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 is wrong with these? I, I mean I cool, I get that you have a relationship with the guy. But he's getting up there in age to the point of why? Why would you give this man more money than he already got from all of the other documentary and other stuff that he's done that isn't at all helpful to what you're doing in sports? But I you know what? If you truly want him, fine. I I mean go go ahead, I guess. Speaking of sports and nobody caring or should say why so uh four four uh females we'll say uh went on to the w n b a uh court just yesterday and or yeah basically yeah at like midnight is when the tweet got posted, link in the article if you really want to see it, there's nothing, nothing, nothing really to look at, but four women ran onto the court for, uh, abortion rights, and I would just like to remind you that, that this is, this is a, it's a basketball game, maybe keep political statements to yourself, I, I guess, But, I mean, uh, there, there's, of course, video of it. I'm not going to play it. The only thing I'm going to point out to you from the video, because it's not worth playing, it's, it's, no one wants to see it. it. It is just, it's more or less just really gross. But, so, you have, the only thing I was really paying attention to, I didn't even really pay attention to them, for a good portion of the video, I was just looking around the stands. They're kind of a wee bit empty. Uh, we, wee bit empty. I don't know what this was meant to, you know, do, but it's... Uh, of course, you know, the WNBA and, of course, the Atlanta Dream didn't, didn't even know that was a thing, but the, once, once again... I don't see what this is going to do. You're at a WNBA game. I would just like to let you know. I don't know how many people actually, you know, saw this. But I would also just like to mention it's a basketball game. People are going there to watch basketball, not see your exposed, you know, best while you're trying to shoehorn your abortion rights stuff. Like, even if I was at, like, a football game and we had, like, pro-gun people, I'd be like, guys, we're here for football. Like, let's leave the politics outside in the parking lot. We're here for football here today. You know, we can we can go back to our political discussions, you know, on Monday. Let's just enjoy the game. Okay? I, people aren't there to discuss politics. They're there. They're there to just enjoy. Freaking, they're just there to enjoy watching the game. But, I guess that was just a little too hard for them to understand, I mean. But, okay, we get to our final story. This literally got posted yesterday, and it flooded my timeline. I'm just going to read you the article, and then we're going to both internally yikes together. Okay, ready? Why restrict child porn, but not guns? Uh, um, hmm. uh, those things don't equal each other. Uh. So, this is, of course, from freaking Chicago Sun-Times, of course, by Neil Steinberg. My god, I... my goodness. So... God bless, freedom of speech is what he starts off with. Free speech, yeah, yeah. hmm Uh, anyway, there are of course exceptions to free speech, doesn't it? Uh, blah blah. Uh. You know. It's just... Why? So... Half century later, you know, you, you've got this guy trying to really, really get you to be for this, but I'm um, nor can you own child pornography, and that's important to understand why child pornography is under is among the most restricted material in society. It's almost like it's because we want to care about children. Uh, yes, to simply possess it is a crime because I don't know if you know this, but it's Kind of gross and disgusting. I I mean. Uh. Marriage such a neat. Uh. It's. Yeah. It's called child pornography. Children cannot consent to this kind of thing. It hurts children. Yeah. Because we care about children. I. I don't. You trying to draw a comparison between. Gun control. And. Child pornography is. Really just. Disturbing, to say the least. I I don't even know what to say. I really don't. It's so disturbing. Like, I'm almost throwing up in my mouth because it's so just blatantly just what the fuck. That's really all you have to ask yourself is what the fuck. Like, what is wrong with you? But, that's it for the news today. I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, Of course, we'll be back here again on Thursday for tomorrow for some more of our lovely, lovely torture. Uh, Anyway, this concludes the Political Panda program. I hope I didn't ruin your day, because mine is with that last article. See you tomorrow.